Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Taste Radio, the number one podcast for the food and beverage industry. I'm Ray Latif, the editor and producer of Taste Radio, and I'm here with my episode co-hosts, Jackie Brugliera and Melissa Traverse. Just a reminder, if you like what you hear on Taste Radio, please share the podcast with friends and colleagues. And of course, we would love it if you could review us on the Apple Podcasts app or your listening platform of choice. Melissa Traverse, back on the cast, as it were. Great to see you. Could not be happier to be back here with all of you. It is really amazing because, uh, you know, I was uh, pretty heartbroken when uh, you departed BevNet for the first time, or oh, the, hopefully the only time. But you're back as the director of community. We're all really excited. It's so empowering to have you on the team again. And I think just in the first couple of weeks that you've been here, you've really injected some uh, some fun, some excitement, and some energy that uh, we always need here in the office. I think it would be impossible not to have fun and um, you know to to feel the energy with a, a team like Bevnet's. I, I really couldn't be happier to be back. And this director of community role is one that I'm so excited about. The sort of charge and the the idea here is that we will be talking to experts to help get brands the information and advice they need to move their businesses forward. And because VevNet is, you know, connected to just about everyone, there is just sort of such a vast pool of information out there. And, and I'm so excited to start tapping into it. And you already have with the first and second episodes of your new series, Community Call. And I've really, really enjoyed the first episode, the first installment with Anouk Gottlieb of Belgian Boys. That was fantastic. You couldn't ask for a better first guest than Belgian Boys. We had Anouk Gottlieb and Tracy Motz, their head of marketing, giving us their insider tips on how to have the best Expo West exhibit. I mean, they're best in class. I think this is their sixth show and they they know the inside scoop on how to do everything exactly perfectly. If our community didn't have a chance to catch it live, they can find it on bevnet.com slash video. So they talked about how there's no sort of magic inventory number to know how many samples to bring. But if you're in Holly, they actually gave a pretty specific number. So you might want to <laughs> tune in for that. We talked a little bit about what the difference between Expo West and some of the, the other shows like distributor selling shows are. We, I mean, we just passed UNFI, KHE, you know, Chexpo is a regional show. So we just sort of passed a number of these selling shows. So they talked a little bit about how to leverage a show like Expo West to get the most out of that. They also talked about why you shouldn't hide innovation at these shows and how you can use these shows to really perfect your product and make sure you're bringing the best possible product to market. And um, the uh, the secrets that they have on how to make the best swag. Ray, your name came up in the French toast purse that your daughter still has to this day. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I hearted. Uh, I sent an emoji heart when uh, you mentioned that. So thank you very <laughs> much for that. I mean, the amount of information just in that short 30-minute segment was was really impressive. And I was blown away by some of the stuff that I just didn't know. It was just a really great vibe. And they were just willing to provide all of the information they could to help other brands, to help other people that were going to Expo West, really, you know, take a look behind the curtain and be honest about their experiences and provide some funny anecdotes, <laughs> whether, you know, it's sweetening the pot and giving someone a little extra swag to do them a favor at the hotel or things like that, that you just don't really talk about. 
XOS is a crazy show and there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes to make it happen and to really stand out, whether it's, you know, going to Target and buying a carpet that is not the standard carpet and that's bright and fun. And another thing I really took away was, you know, go to this show and just enjoy it. It's where the entire industry comes and it's the time to connect and it can be overwhelming and it can be chaotic, but enjoy your time there and take it a little bit slow and be present. Jackie, their last piece of advice was to have fun. And as soon as I think it was a new coup said that all I could think of was that's why the show is so good. That's why their expo exhibits are so good. That's why they have such great team morale. It seems so, you know, so simple, but it's such a huge part of what they do and why we love them so much. And when you walk into their booth, you feel like you're welcomed into their booth. You know, you can feel the energy coming from it, radiating from their booth. I would say some other booths, you know, people might be a little bit more standoffish or they might be nervous or they might not lead in with fun. And I think that's that's a great takeaway from from that community call. A hundred percent. I was just thinking that, Jackie, when you go to the Belgian boys booth, it's just like so welcoming. They have pancakes and French toast and Anouk is there and she's just like, you know, come on in, let's eat. And I really love that part of, uh, you know, visiting booze at Expo West and any other trade show as well. Stellar first episode of Community Call. As I mentioned, there's a lot more coming. What's on tap, Melissa? So we are going, we're leaning in hard to Expo West. We just aired an episode yesterday with our editorial teams from Nosh and BevNet to help the community understand how to craft a press release for publication with our team, especially ahead of Expo West. And then upcoming, we are speaking with Roger Perrette, ex-Whole Foods Market Grocery Category Manager, Ali Olivier, also ex-Whole Foods Category Management and UNFI, to talk about how to perfect your retail pitch and follow up during an event like Expo West. Outstanding. And we want the community to join these community calls. So head to bevnet.com slash calendar and you'll see all upcoming topics, dates, and direct links to register so you can join those calls in the future. And again, bevnet.com slash video if you missed any and you'd like to take a look. Yeah. And on those calls, raise your hand, ask questions, make comments. If you have a question, chances are 10 other people have the exact same question. So speak up. And uh, let us hear from you so we can know who you are. And uh, perhaps you will be a future guest on Community Call Yourself. I like to think of this as like the car talk of CPG. You know, we're <laughs> clicking clack up there. Call in and let us get under the hood and, um, and find you a solution. There you go. All right, a lot more Expo West talk to get to. But first, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode. That's Cognizant. Cognizant is a clinically tested nootropic ingredient that delivers a patented form of acetylcholine to supply your brain and those of your consumers with the energy it needs to stay sharp. Learn more at Cognizin.com. That's C-O-G-N-I-Z-I-N.com. So we're sending a team of about 20 people to Expo West out of BevNet and Nosh and Taste Radio. Is that right? Yeah, we're hitting the show strong. Yeah. All forces. AV, editorial, marketing, leadership, everyone's going to be there. Well, pretty much everyone's going to be there from BevNet. And uh, I am very curious how you guys are going to navigate the show as the director of marketing, Jackie, and the director of community, Melissa. So Jackie, what's uh, what's your plan? Because uh, I think inquiring minds want to know. 
Yeah. So we're already in planning mode, as most people are. We have been taking submissions for news and booths on our site at bevnet.com slash Expo West. And a lot of the news that we get and the information we get is through that news submission or combing social media, looking at press releases, trying to find what's new and also try to spot trends in advance. We're putting together a shot list right now. So as far as the social media, photography, AV side of things go, we have a shot list of booths and products that we really want to capture and get onto our reels, get into our story. We will be live reporting from our Instagram stories on both BevNet and Nosh. So as you're at the show, maybe you're stuck behind the booth, you're not able to walk around, you can tune in and see what we're spotting as we're walking the show floor, because that's kind of a privilege of ours. We're free to roam, and we'll be trying to find anything that's new and newsworthy. We also will be behind the scenes doing some interviews on social media, finding some emerging brands to talk to and introduce to our audience. So that's kind of how we're going about it as we prep We'll definitely be hitting the fresh ideas tent on the first day and then hitting the hot new products sections. Those are kind of where we hit first. The North Hall. The North Hall, yes. So that's, you know, the craziness is over there and there's a lot of emerging brands that we want to talk to, introduce to our audience and get onto social media. Yeah, I'm excited for the live stream Instagram content that we'll be doing. That's always one of my favorite parts of the show is uh, talking to people on the ground in the trenches. And uh, it's fun because I think typically we speak with folks who are sort of grizzled veterans of the industry and then a bunch of newcomers as well. And we get that good mix of people who are attending at various degrees of experience. So it's always fun. And personally, because I do them or I do a couple of these anyway, uh, it's really fun for me. Melissa, with your team of 150 people underneath you, I mean, I feel like, you know, you've got this show covered in spades. <laughs> There's a lot to organize here, for sure. <laughs> the joke is, is that it's a team of one, but luckily I have a, a huge, you know, breadth of space to cover and so much opportunity to dig up topics for future community calls and content. So I will be there talking to as many people as possible and lining up content for future community calls. I'm also going to hit some of those informational sessions to get an idea of what topics are prescient and which information folks are looking for and talk to some of those folks too to sort of add to our panel of experts who can sort of provide advice, information, direction to brands. And I think what's most important is just you being there. When you hear us on the podcast, or maybe you see us in an Instagram video, or you see us on community call, you know, now's your opportunity for folks who are attending to just stop by and say hi. And that's what we want to do. We want to meet everyone that we can at the show. And, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a 30 second hello, or sort of a 10 minute kind of conversation, that's part of why we're there is to just sit down with or stand up with or walk with folks in the community and talk about ways that we can work together to support your brand and help you succeed. I think that's one of the things that sometimes people don't necessarily recognize about BevNet Nosh and Taste Radio, is that we're not just a news organization. You know, we're a community organization. We're here to be a part of your success. And I always say this, you know, the only way that we can continue doing what we're doing as a media organization is to continue telling stories and reporting on companies that are succeeding. If we're reporting on companies that are failing, 
we're not going to have much to write about to report on. So we want, it's in our interest to help the community win, to help you win. So please stop by. If you see us, grab us, you know, even just to say a quick hello, tell us about what you're doing. Tell us to come to your booth if we haven't already, but uh, we are excited to see you there at Expo West. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. As I mentioned, you know, we uh, report on quite a bit at BevNet and Nosh. And, uh, you know, this week uh, I saw a story on Nosh that uh, was a bit surprising to me. And that's that Miyoko Shinner, who is the founder of Miyoko's Creamery, which is a maker of vegan and plant-based dairy products, is no longer the CEO of the company. By all indications, uh, she was removed from her position as CEO Again, kind of surprising given that uh, she has done so much for that company and for the plant-based dairy category and her name. She is the namesake of her own brand. But uh, yeah, I, is, uh, I guess honestly a little frustrated and kind of upset by what I heard. Surprising and not in a good way. Yeah, I feel like it's just a little weird. We're going to be going to the booth this year and she won't be there. And I think... You know, she sets the tone. She is the brand. Like you said, she's a trailblazer in the plant-based space. And I think it's maybe to a detriment for the brand that she's not going to be a part of that anymore. And like you said, she is the name. So I'm curious to see how the brand will evolve without her and what's going to happen next. But it's definitely going to be a big change. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if the founders of AmSam would point to Miyoko Shinner as being you know, a mentor and a model for them and how they've built their business and, you know, some exciting news from that brand and that they are now in Target. Melissa brought this to my attention. Melissa, what's going on with Amsam? So thrilled to see this for Amsam. They absolutely deserve it. I've always been impressed about how they have such a clear idea of what their brand identity is and how intentional they've been around building their brand presence on social media, really building up their D2C. Then they launched in Whole Foods Market and a bunch of independent and specialty stores. And now they're bringing three SKUs to Target. I think they're in over a thousand doors at this point. And I just think that what they've done has been so smart and intentional. They are first-generation Vietnamese founders, daughters of refugees. And, you know, as, as a mom, I always think about how proud their parents must be of them. Yeah, Amsam is known for their uh, starter kits in that uh, you can start with a particular protein or pasta and use their sauces and marinades to create a finished dish uh, pretty much in minutes, I want to say, right? Absolutely, minutes. Yeah, you can use it as a marinade. You can use it as a stir-fry sauce. You know, I think something that they've been really smart about as well as their collaborations. So they worked with Disney, they worked with Instant Pot and Chopped. And I think, you know, again, that's such a great example of how they took their sort of organic presence from D2C and social to an entirely different market to grow. And, and I'd also like to point out that they were um, our 2020 best new product and best packaging design winners. And then again, in 2022, best emerging brand. So I, you know, I couldn't be happier to hear this. I mean, this is one of the, my favorite things about working at BevNet, about going to Expo West is seeing these brands grow. Like you said, they were an award winner in years past. And I now see them at my local Sprouts. They're now going into Target. It's just, it's awesome seeing that journey and seeing these brands really, you know, crush it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my conversation with uh, co-founder Vanessa Pham a few episodes back on Taste Radio. That episode is titled, Yes, 
there is a shortcut to a successful launch. Um, Sam invented it. If you have an opportunity to listen to it, please do. It's a really great story. Uh, and if I'm being humble, it's a great conversation too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to give them a ring for an upcoming community call as we're, as we're talking about all of this. There you go. See? Great ideas come from Taste Radio. You see this? Melissa, you should be on the show more often. Content is made. So easy. <laughs> Let me know. I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, because Mike isn't here, we have to, one of us has to mention Honey Mamas because I, I think Honey Mamas gets mentioned mm-hmm. at least once every episode. And Melissa, uh, there's, there's some exciting news come from that brand as well. Let's just keep talking about Target launches. So they just recently launched their chocolate cake skew at Target. And as we are coming off of Valentine's Day, they also released a limited edition cherry hazelnut skew, which I think is already sold out. So it might be too late for that, but you got to love Honey Mamas. I tried their birthday cake skew, I think at the last Expo West, and I've been combing my area for it. But unfortunately, I don't live near a sprout, so I'm going to have to special order some. (laughs) They have such a loyal, you know, customer base. And as they release these new flavors, they do such a great job with their flavors, which keeps people coming back, looking for the latest skew, latest option. And it's all quality. That birthday cake flavor, Melissa, I'll see if I can uh, finagle some in my interview with uh, Christy Goldsby at Expo West. So my plan is to sit down with her for... Uh, an interview, and I'll see if I can get some. Uh, get maybe she has some special inventory, like underneath the underneath the the table, the booth table, or or something. We'll we'll see. Or we'll be stalking you. Exactly. You, you've brought a big smile to my face. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, you have uh, you have some pretty fantastic plant based milk next to you, and I, this is something. This is a brand we brought up after I came back from the Winter Fancy Food Show. I love their products. Hmm. It's called Latini, and it's a line of sunflower seed milks. It's really clean ingredients. Main ingredients is literally just sunflower seed milk, which is great. I know we talked in a previous episode just about other plant-based milks and how there's a lot of, you know, oils and gums and such. This is really clean, uh, natural and sustainable. I think it's interesting to see more seed milks popping up. I know that there's like concern with some nut milks and just the sustainability aspect so really solid, clean flavor. And I'm currently drinking it as a creamer in my cold beer. Why Jackie is drinking that instead of a dairy milk, uh, dairy-based milk is because, drum roll please. I am currently on Whole30. So <laughs> I know, I know it's definitely hard, harder than I thought it would be. But Melissa Urban spoke at Nosh Live this past winter. Melissa Urban being the, the founder of Whole30. Yes. And that sent me on, you know, a rabbit hole of investigating (laughs) Melissa Urban, Whole30. It also led me to a recent book. I'm currently reading her Boundaries book. And, you know, she speaks about Whole30 in that Boundaries book a little bit. So I thought I'd give it a try. So far, so good. Melissa was complimenting me on being so awake at 8 a.m. on the Pacific Coast. I think it's working. I think it's working. I can assure you it's working. I I certainly don't look like you do at 8 a.m. in the morning. So keep it up. All right. Let's see if I can make it to 30. Yeah. (laughs) We have no, I think, idea of what it's like. Because at 8 a.m. in the morning, I'm drinking my green juice. I'm probably a little 
angry at the fact that I didn't complete the work that I was supposed to do the day before. So I sit down right at my desk and I'm just trying to furiously answer emails or write the copy for a podcast episode. And yeah, so at this point in the morning, Jackie, I'm, I'm not nearly as put together as you are. <laughs> right. Are you making a green juice? Or are you buying it? I want to hear more yeah, about do this you green powder? juice. Yeah. How does that morning routine work? I don't use powder uh, typically unless I'm on the road, but I love pressed juicery or just pressed green juices. Big fan of Evolution Fresh and uh, what they put out, uh, Suja. But uh, my typical go-to green juice is from Trader Joe's. I usually buy their 32 ounce multi-serve, which is organic and cold pressed. And it's uh, typically for me, it ends up being four servings because I'll have eight ounces per morning. And uh, it's $5.99. So it's kind of a steal. There's very little sugar in it. I think some green juices add apple juice, which I don't particularly love. But this one, the only sweetener I think is grapefruit juice, which is fantastic for me. And the day you don't drink green juice, do you notice? I haven't not consumed green juice probably in a year and a half at this point. So I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's consistency. Okay. Yeah, if, we're talking about, if we're talking about eating routines, then I need to chime in here. So last week I just started the intermittent fasting mm. program where you don't start eating until like one, one thirty, two, And then you have sort of like a short eating window between that time and then, you know, seven o'clock or eight or whatever. And um, man, I'm hungry. Just talking about all of this food and hearing, I I can't wait the the two hours until um, until I get to eat next. So um, so I'm living vicariously through the both of you. I want to get some uh, some behind the scenes footage of Melissa with her Italian sub for lunch, <laughs> just waiting <laughs> totally, in the corner, <laughs> totally eating like super fast to fit it all in. No, no, I, I don't see you eating an Italian sub. I don't think that's really your cup of tea. Once in a while. Okay. Yeah. Once in a while, an Italian sub is good. Jackie hasn't had an Italian sub in years. Since I moved to California. So it's been, I think, six years. Although I will say one of the best Italian subs I ever had was in San Diego, actually. I forget Ooh, the name really? of the place. Yeah. I yelped it. And they said, this place is awesome. You got to get an Italian sub here. I think Probably it was- Mona Lisa's. Mona Lisa's has the best, mm. the best Italian sandwiches and subs. Oh, okay. Man, I'm, you're killing me, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. I know, we're not helping out Melissa. <laughs> when you're intermittent fasting, you can drink things though, right? You can have coffee and water, right? So I'm pounding black coffee and <laughs> right up until 1 p.m. I am so wired right now. <laughs> okay. Well, perhaps you can tomorrow or the next time you're intermittent. You're, you're doing it every day, did you say? Yeah. Okay. Perhaps you can uh, fit some Devil's Foot ginger beer into your routine. This is their Fuego variety that I just found in our cooler. I actually interviewed the founders as part of an episode of Elevator Talk a few episodes back. And they make ginger beers and other sodas. They're based in Asheville, North Carolina. All natural ingredients. This particular variety has filtered water, organic ginger root, regional honey, it's very specific. It's regional honey, mm -hmm. organic cane sugar, and lime juice. It's also non-alcoholic. They put that out there. Let's give this a whirl. Fantastic. This is also known as their Fuego variety. Mm. The only thing that's a little strange is the nutrition facts aren't, it's not a panel. It's just kind of written out on the side over here. And I was looking for the sugar count, as I always do. 19 grams of sugar. That's not bad for a ginger beer. Ginger beers are typically like what? 45? Yeah. Is it extra spicy? Is that why it's Fuego? I thought it would be, honestly, but yeah. it's less spicy than I thought, but um, it's very, very tasty. 
I can taste the regional honey. It's very yeah. good. Mm. Yeah. How do you think that would work as a mixer? I'll find out tonight and I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it is right. <laughs> well, I got to say, it's been so great having you back, Melissa. And not just for this episode of Taste Radio, obviously, but, you know, back with BevNet and um, excited to roam the halls of Expo West with you and share some dinners uh, with you and the team. It's going to be fun. Oh, likewise. The pleasure is all mine. I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you in person. I know. <laughs> That's right. You guys haven't seen each other. It's been too long. Yeah. Expo West is like a big, you know, reunion for BevNet too. We're bi-coastal. We have some people that work remote. So it's really nice to for all of us to get together, to connect and have some team dinners. So I'm excited. You can't beat the energy of seeing people in person. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. All right, on that note, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Taste Radio. As always, for questions, comments, ideas for future podcasts, please send us an email to ask at tasteradio.com. Our audio engineer for Taste Radio is Joe Cratchy. Our technical director is Joshua Pratt. And our video editor is Ryan Galang. On behalf of the entire Taste Radio team, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.